When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog From the brand new spacious Forever Dog Studios in downtown Los Angeles and our satellite Forever Dog Studios in Baltimore, Maryland. This is And now your host Dan Gill and Eric Dorian. Wow! Here comes the party for your ears. Welcome to the ear party. <laughs> Have a personal party we right gotta, now, wherever you are. Maybe you're sitting on the toilet. Maybe you're driving to Santa Monica. Maybe you're driving to hell. Maybe you're driving to Santa Monica to hell on a toilet. Either oh my way. God. Did you go to, have you been to hell yet? Oh, it's I, that new, the new. I'm just so over hell. Everybody goes there. The line there. is too long. The line is too long. I'm not waiting in a line to go to hell. I'm sorry. Not a chance. There's not a chance in heaven. <laughs> Welcome to Groomzilla's. That's Eric DeDorian. I'm Dan Hi, Gill. Hi, Eric. This is the only wedding planning podcast by Grooms for Grooms and everyone in between. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a great app. I can already feel it. I can already feel it. Uh, we got Nick Rutherford in the house. Oh, Nick Rutherford. Rugger Buns. Nick Rutherford. Ever heard Rugger of him? Buns. Of course you have. Yeah. Um, we have a great talk coming up later with him. And uh, just uh, it's just feeling like a great week, isn't it, Eric? Uh, it feels okay. Oh. It feels okay. Oh. <laughs> I, thought we were, okay. I thought we were on a, a great show uh, Well, you came there. all the way to New York City and, you, and Oh, you here know. we go. Here we go. Uh, are your feelings hurt that I didn't take a four-hour train ride to Baltimore? It's a three-hour bus ride. A three-hour bus and, ride? Yeah, and I don't think that Red Nose Day needed you. No. They needed Wendy. Of they course. They needed Wendy. They needed Richard Curtis. Yeah. They don't need Dan Gill. Nobody, no. Nobody, nobody needs nobody, Dan Gill, really. Nobody, much. I do! These, oh, I you do. wanted me. Oh, okay. I needed you. Well, I told you to come up to New York. Wit, Wit was there. Wit. I saw Wit. You hung out with him in Philadelphia. Then he came up to New York. We were on a show. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just we just like hung out in our boxers and watched X Files in a That's so hotel fun. room, and it was heaven. You it know, honestly, was so grounding for me. That reminds me of when we hung out in hotel rooms and would yes. just we just clown on movies. It's so fun to just get in a well, hotel. I mean, with Dave, your boys. Dave, and she- Dave and Shelby were there, so it kind of sucked. But yeah, Shelby Furo at Shelby Furo. At David Van Heisen. Yeah, both of them suck. The both of them sucked. And they got in the way, honestly. Yeah. We were trying to have a a moment. Eric, we got a lot to get to today. I just want to get right into it. What do you say? Let's let's get into it. Let's do in the nups, in the nuptial news. Nup news at nine. Let's play that nuptial. Nup news. In the nups. This is nuptial news. Zoomzilla's like Nup News. Getting balls deep in the nups. It's the nups at nine. Again, as always, we recommend that you listen to this portion of the podcast at either 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. That's when it's going to flow best for you. This is the nups, nups news, news at on nine. The nines. On the nines. Uh, in the nup news this week, what do you got? 
I got what something got? for you. I got something for you. Caitlyn mm. Jenner. You know Caitlyn oh, Jenner. No, do I ever. Caitlyn Jenner won't attend son's Brody's destination wedding <laughs> due to work commitment, source says. Oh, uh, what a shock that Caitlyn Jenner would make somebody else's wedding about her. Mm-hmm. She does oh, seem I'm kind so of shocked. selfish, doesn't she? She's uh, sort of self-centered, I mean, that, this one. I mean, in that family, could you imagine... Oof. In that family, trying to make something about yourself in that family? Yeah. Like, they, excuse me, check, check, please. I'm at, call me a cab and a check, please. <laughs> I'll sign the check in the cab as call, I'm driving Call away. me a check, please, because call me, I need no, a cab. Uh, would, I, I would not go to a, a wedding in that family if you fucking paid me a million dollars. I thought you liked the Kardashians because they were positive role models for, for Armenians. They're not. They're all half Armenian. Um, oh, okay. And also, Robert Kardashian wasn't so great himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely cooling on the Kardashians. Do you not follow me on Twitter? Uh, I do, I do. I've been tweeting about this like a, I renounced. Oh. Oh, okay. I renounced uh, the fact that Kim and I have the same birthday, the same exact day. Oh, I didn't know you guys shared a birthday too. The exact day. Gee, well, yeah, that's what sharing a birthday is. Like the day, not like oh, we're born different years. <laughs> like day and year, day no. and year. Oh, okay. I got it. Like I got it. I got Same it. Day. I got it. Same day. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Caitlin isn't going to make it to the the Brody's wedding um, mm-hmm. to longtime fiance Caitlin Carr in uh, Nihi Sumba Island. Not sure where that is. Um, apparently, Caitlin, yeah. sixty eight, has work commitments that have been set up for months and couldn't be changed in the end. Okay. I don't know what 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 is Caitlin's job. She's a fucking conservative shill is what she is seriously um nevertheless, nevertheless sources say everything is good between the two thank god thank oh, god, god. I'd, hate I can, to, I'd hate i to, can sleep at night now thank oh, you me too um Oof, the shade the shade right now that we are exhibiting is really something <laughs> well come on in come on <laughs> come on the come on in we got a little hammock in the shade mm-hmm. right now Everyone's nice it's much cooler down here. much much yeah. cooler um, and, then, and those and those little bitties, Kylie and uh, oh yeah, and, there's uh, a there's a little more to this story. Um, yeah. The uh, the the famous the famous half sisters of Brody uh, mm. are also not attending, and um, oh, <clears throat> half sisters Kendall and Kylie Jenner, twenty two and twenty respectively, whom he's grown estranged from in recent years, mm-hmm. um, will not be coming. My two little sisters, we never heard from them. Brody recently told People they never even RSVP'd. Okay. Everything about this family is fake, and even this sounds fake because this seems like they're just trying to recreate the the royal the royal family yeah, drama. Yeah. yeah, yeah, might be. That's Maybe. exactly what, that's what they do. They like yeah. fucking make drama. Yeah. That's literally all they do. That's all they are. They that's ex- what most Armenians are too. To be they to be. export drama. My two little sisters. Uh, we sent them an invite, but we just never heard anything back. Well, one of them's dating Ben Simmons now. Okay. Ben Simmons, the prospective rookie of the year in the NBA. Sure. Philadelphia Sixers, Australian-born, left-handed, no jump shot. Ben Simmons okay. is dating one of those Jenners now. So, I mean. Apparently, Brody didn't even know that Kylie was pregnant. So, not sure what's going on in that family. I got to tell you, I'm disappointed in myself for making this a nuptial news um, headline. <laughs> it's a slow week. I mean, it was a know. light week. It was a slow week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that is... Nevertheless, the nuptial news at nine. So let's play that yeah. nup news music and move on to. Dun, 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 dun. 
Oh, well, you know, I got more enough news. Did okay. you see the thing? Did you see the thing where uh, a man, a groom, won a bet with his bride? Oh, I hated that. And yeah, he, and he get he wore an Eagles jersey. To got his to wear wedding. his Eagle Eagles jersey during the ceremony. Oof. Oof. You you fucking Yikes. idiot! Yikes! You stupid Yikes. fucking idiot! What Yikes. the fuck are you doing? You couldn't just. I like Carson Wentz. <laughs> Fuck you, you stupid piece of trash. Dan is opening up right now. <laughs> he just, what? I opening mean, up on this fucker. Fuck you. Like, and then the crowd starts chanting, like, Eagles chants. Like, are, really? You yeah. fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that. that. I bet that marriage is going to fly, Eagle fly <laughs> right to the divorce court. <laughs> Cackle, cackle, count it, count it. Yeah, that's. that's, that's I hated that's that an NBA three. That was I, an NBA that's an three. NBA three. I hated yeah. that story so much. I opted for the Caitlyn Jenner story over that. But I'm glad you mentioned that's that. That's how bad that is. That's how, that's how bad it is. Yeah. If you're listening, Eagles fan guy, that's how bad you are. Um, that's enough news. Let's get to uh, I do's I don'ts for this week. Let's play that gal darn great music. I do's I don'ts. <laughs> It is a Beatles original. Yeah. It is the Beatles, right? But it's a George Harrison. Ugh, it's not soulful. a John and Paul. Yeah. Soulful. Yeah. Soulful. Yeah. Are you George? You're a total George. I do like George. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bill Gill liked George. It rubbed off on me. I like George. He's the he's the he's the he's the I feel like the real pick. You know, he's the popular pick for everyone. Like, do you like John or Paul? Uh, George. It's like a classic thing it. for people to do. I'm coming around now. on Paul. We're talking way too much about yeah, this, but I'm coming know. around on Paul. Well, I like them all. I like them all. I love Ringo. Love Ringo. Yeah. Um, the Jewish John. Beatle. John's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. We are in I do's, I don'ts uh, for this week. Um, now, this one, whew, I don't even want to... This is a video. This is I. Ur- I urge you to Google this once we talk about it. But uh, it's G O O G L E. Google, Google. Um, now, a bride in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. This is from a few yeah. years ago. Lebanon. Lebanon. You have some Lebanese country. heritage. I was born there. Uh, a bride in Lebanon decided to make the ultimate entrance with the help mm. of balloons and a harness. Mm-hmm. She gracefully landed next to her father, who walked her the rest of the way down the aisle. Now, there's a video that goes with this. We're going to tweet it out on our Twitter, which I suggest you follow at Groomzillas. Um, and the video is it's it's basically picture up, picture a bunch of a bunch of balloons similar to the movie Up. They're all white balloons. The cartoon movie you're talking. I'm about. talking about a cartoon movie, and mm-hmm. the bride is seated on like a chair harness. She's got like mm-hmm. cables attached to her, like mm-hmm. a Thanksgiving Day. Fl- you know, fl- balloon so she doesn't fly away. Um, but she 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 floats in on a bunch of balloons. Now God, that's so good. That is so good on so many levels because a you know that's just a cool fucking idea and a cool execution. Because I feel like that's that could be like oh this is a really good idea and then the day of you like try yeah. it and it's like yeah you know, somebody dies. There's a strong wind and there goes the bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're an I do. You you're saying if you have if you have the balloons. Oh yeah. Get on oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Especially in Lebanon, because like that country's come so far. I was born there. We left there because literally bombs every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool that a fucking that could happen and nobody shot down the balloon. No Israeli like yeah. sniper shot a fucking the balloons down. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to be an I don't on this because... Excuse um, me? Excuse yeah. me, Dan? Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with the Lebanese people. It's just the fact that this <laughs> this bride feels she needs to float in like some fairy tale princess to her. Also, I, I assume this cost a pretty penny um, to, to wrangle yeah, but these... But what is money? What is what is money? Yeah. Um, it's an what agreed is, is upon... Money? It's an agreed upon... It's a concept. It's... it's a, oh, bless you. Thank you so much. Um, when you're making an entrance, this is what this is. I think what sets people apart from amazing people. Yeah, because amazing people understand and they know. So I'm not amazing. En- <laughs> no, you're just a people. Okay. Um, an entrance is everything. This is what this is what Wendy understood about well, your wedding. That yeah. You didn't. It's interesting um, you bring that up because yeah. I, I I don't think because that was a very big moment for me at my wedding when I yeah. first saw my bride. Yeah, because she made a fucking entrance. Yeah, but she didn't need the help of like three hundred balloons and like a lawn chair to float in on. So my girl did. So what Lebanese a, lady did. What is so this? What? what is this? The movie Danny Deck Chair? I don't need. I don't need. Oh to man, f- was that movie bad? <laughs> that was a bad movie. But Reese, they, is that a Reese Yvonne's a re, Yep, yep. No, yep, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Um, I don't know if I would have had the same reaction if I saw my bride floating in. I would have just thought, wow, here comes an asshole. That's, your middle, that's middle Eastern. No, that's your Midwest coming out right there. Isn't it? I mean, sometimes the Midwest gets it right. Yeah, I um, guess. I mean, I feel like I would have loved to see you coming on the balloons. Me? Yeah. Because um, you know Wendy, because you knew Wendy was going to bring it with yeah. her entrance, and yeah. like, and again, like this is, I feel like, uh, uh, this is goes back to the wedding industrial complex, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, Dick Dick Cheney's younger brother, little Ricky Cheney, Ricky Cheney, when he, yeah, when he, little Ricky yeah. Cheney, when he invented Both the, of them are the wedding, right. yeah, <laughs> you know, women women get to have a veil. That's the entrance, yeah. right? That's yeah. on its own. Yeah. Um, and to add a balloons on top of that, very cool move. Very, very cool extra. Move. If you're talking to Danny, it's a little extra. It's a little, yeah. little too much. Right. She should have just. If Danny would, if Danny had his way, she would just come in uh, <laughs> eating macaroni salad on a paper plate. <laughs> you know, hand it dri- off to dri- a bridesmaid. I'll finish dri- that later. Dribbling, dribbling a basketball, making a two-handed <laughs> bounce pass. That's kind of cool. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta throw it behind the back. Yeah. Well, not because, not because, not because you're trying to show this is no connect. See, if we take it to a basketball place, I can explain myself better. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you make a behind the back pass, not because you're showing off, but because it's the right pass. It's the most effective pass. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't think the balloon ride in was the most effective in this case. Um, you watch the video. I'm going to show you the video and then your opinion might change. Um, what, if her feet, what if her legs fell asleep or something? Also, my wedding was indoors, so the balloon entrance would be very complicated. You'd have to go through doorways, and there'd be, you know. Yeah. I could, yeah. Indoors, yeah. This has been I Do's, I Don'ts. So that's an I do for the balloon entrance for Eric, and I don't for me. Uh, Stick around. Well, let's play that music and close up the bag. One of my favorite Beatles songs. It's probably my second favorite Beatles song. Yeah. Next Second to the national. to the national anthem, right? Uh, of England. Right, yeah. Uh, God save the Queen. After the break, we got Nick Rutherford coming up, so don't go anywhere. Thanks for listening. This is Groomzilla's Eric. Stick around. <laughs> 
you know, be, I want to have all my ducks in a row first. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, then yeah. when you're going to have kids when you're like 45. Right. Yeah. 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 So I just want to have like a kid with just like by accident. I think that's like really the yeah. only way it's, it's that's actually, happen. yeah. And that's actually yeah. usually makes for, I think Kanane has a joke about that. That makes for like more interesting kid when they, when, yeah. they, when it's an accidental kid rather than everything planned. Yeah. I don't think there's any science to back that up. No, no, no. That's just I a, think it's a true. Bit. I think it's yeah. a joke. That's a bit. <laughs> I think it's, it, it's it, we, like, it but makes for <laughs> more interesting. Yeah, it's Kanane. And there's yeah. like a, a bear eating a lollipop. Yeah. Right. Um, in a lot of his bits are based on scientific facts. Yeah, so. he likes yeah. to read scientific journals. Yeah, very obscure. Think for a second, and then talks about his body being a bag of laundry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, on the ducks in a row point, um, do you feel the same we, way about marriage? I do a little bit. Yeah, I do. Well, I do a little bit. Uh, because you know, I was like in a long relationship for a very long time. Right. It's almost been a year since we split up, but. Now I just feel like that emotion isn't even available to me anymore. What emotion? Yeah. Like love and oh, caring for someone. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's a little well, that harsh, was, but you know. That was a huge relationship. I mean, like your, your last relationship was like, you guys were together for a long time. Yeah, and we were together for eight years. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's, that's tough a to come time. back from. Yeah. That's nothing yeah. to shake. Only, it hasn't been a year yet, so you know, whatever. It'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. And was the, I don't want to get too personal, uh, feel free to, to censor me, but was the issue there in the breakup something to do with marriage? No, I think we, I, th I honestly, I think if we had gotten married like two years previously, we probably would have been okay. But I think mm -hmm. like we just had, we just started to get on each other's nerves too much, uh -huh. you mm -hmm. know, and I think we just had these growing resentments and some fundamental differences that probably should have been like bigger problems earlier on. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was very, it was fairly mutual. It was like, you know, it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't like this blowout fight and then that was it. We right. had like, you yeah. know, we had some, we had some problems. But you those, are the, those are the worst ones. That yeah. was like my, my last relationship before this one was we were together for six years and it was like, it kind of ended that way where the, it's, it's so much worse when there isn't a big fight. Like yeah. when it's just kind of it's like, fizzles. okay. Yeah. yeah. You're like torturing each other for the final year, you know? Yeah. And, and you like want it to work, but both of you like don't really want to put any effort into doing that. You know? yeah. yeah. So yeah. you think you passed a sort of hump. Steve Hernandez often says that he thinks marriage is like a, a rocket leaving the atmosphere. You need to have a giant thrust behind it or else it's not going to make it. That's pretty smart. Yeah. 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 You have to be like just crazy in love and just like, we're doing it. Yeah. yeah and then you go to Vegas and get married. Yeah. Yeah. You I can't... feel like that's, I feel like that's sex, not marriage. Oh. Well, there's thrust involved in sex. Yeah, I'm told. This is the guy with the broken dick. <laughs> this is the guy who has open relationships. My dick works. My, dick works and my balls don't. Mm. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but you said if you had been married two years earlier, you think that would have helped? I don't know. I, I don't know. This is I, so far really funny stuff at the start of this podcast. We're diving uh, I don't know. right I mean, in. I feel like I'm a very loyal person. Who would like? No, we're gonna do make it work. I think that would give us more of a reason to yeah to stick it out. But then I think then waiting two years and not getting married is just like we just started hating each other. I think right. Not that we hate yeah. each other, but you know, you just start annoying each other and yeah, and all the things. I think that, it's an age. I think it's an age thing too, where you get to a place where you're like, well, are we gonna get married? And it's like, if the answer is no, then it's like it kind of gets to a place where it's like, well, what are we doing then? And yeah. Then right. Yeah. My brother, who is a scientist, often says that uh, <laughs> like Kinane. <laughs> yes, just like Kinane, he's a, he's he's reading the journals. Um, he thinks just biologically, when you're together with someone and you're not 
either making a commitment to marriage or having kids, subconsciously your body is saying to yourself, this, this, this relationship is unfruitful, biologically speaking, I should not be with this mate because we aren't, um, you know, right, re- regenerating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, it's just that, but I, then I think the other problem, cause now I kind of want to backpedal and say, if we got married two years ago, it would have worked because I think people get married. I have a friend who like was having problems and then they decided to move in together and then they were still having problems. So they decided to get married. And then <laughs> a year later they'd got divorced. Like, yeah. I think that also, that's, you know, I don't know. Maybe, that's super common. Oh, that yeah. happens. Like, I feel yeah. like that happens a lot. Yeah. It, does, and it seems very wrong. The, yeah. yeah, even more wrong is when people do that with kids. Well, yeah, that's why they got divorced because he was like, the next step was we were going to have kids to save this. And I was just like, uh, yeah, that's terrible. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, our, I think our thing was like the opposite. Like we, Drew and I like oh, tried super hard to break up like a bunch of times. Yeah. And then it just never took. It was like, oh, take. we were just like, we should just get married and just be together forever instead. Yeah. Breaking right. <laughs> well, that's, but, but that's really special and cool, though. I feel like it is, but it's also like a fucking ton of work every day. Like, I mean, like, that's like we're both so, like, similar in ways, and we're both weird people and needy people and sensitive people. And like, when that happens, like, you have to actually like go through, you have to sit in your shit for a long time, yeah. all the time. Mm. Yeah. That's like the work part. Do you, you guys keep talking? Do yeah. You, oh, Eric is well, stepping out but for a the, moment. I think like the beautiful part of that is the, uh, what is, what is, am I, is it a movie I'm thinking of? But like the, we kept, kept breaking up and kept getting back together. Like mm-hmm. that's nice. That's yeah. like, that is a good sign. Like, yeah, is we couldn't stand each other, but we couldn't not stand each other even more. Right. Yeah. When the breakup yeah. doesn't stick, there is, it is a little romantic. Yeah. That is yeah. kind of cool. Um, are you a monogamous guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am a monogamous guy. Uh, you go from relationship to relationship. I do. I really jump into relationships. Yeah, or too early, or I don't know. That's what I'm kind of. I'm like dating this girl now, and I'm afraid. Okay. I'm afraid that I was just replacing something with something else. Yeah, and like I, you know, I'm also pretty open about this and 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 honest about it. So I've like told her this and like have health healthily like tried to pump the brakes as much as possible. But I'm like really not a, a pump the brake guy. Like, yeah, she didn't move in or anything. You know. Okay. But, mm-hmm. Like really early on, it had to be like, look, we should only see each other two times a week. Right. And of course that never happens. You end up like seeing each other every other night. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, st- I still like, you can't go back, but I kind of feel like I need to go back yeah. and be like, Hey, like, you know, not for any reason other than like, I still need to have work to do on myself. Not because I want to yeah. like yeah. go out and like date other girls. I just like, yeah. yeah, I just need to be okay being alone. That's yeah. what I'm afraid yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. That I'm not good at being alone. But you've never, cause you, yeah, you've never really dude. been I alone. I never really have been. No. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think me, I me either. <laughs> we talked about Dan and I, like Dan and I talk about this all the time. It was like when we both, I don't know, like we, I've only ever been, like, this is embarrassing. I've been single since I started. I've had like three big relationships, this one being one of them, the one that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. And over that 10 year time, I think I was like total single for like a year. Yeah. Total, same. Like, same. It's like, yeah. I, and I don't know if that's a bad thing. I was just going to say, yeah. Should we no. be ashamed of that? I don't, I don't. It's a different way to do things. Yeah. Or fe- a way. Yeah. But like what you, you said know. is like, it's important to make sure that you're okay with uh, being alone. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like smoking weed. It's like <laughs> you, um, you know, you got to know that you're smoking for the right reasons or you're trying to get high. Like you're not just smoking to get by. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not, yeah. 
that's what I feel like if you do the work, like you said, making sure to like check in with yourself and be make sure that you're okay. Then I think you're fine. Like, I mean, like you're just a relationship guy. That's yeah. 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 I think that, I think also like uh, even just being aware is doing the work, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like that's true. That's the hardest part. That is the hardest part. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I've had the same thing, like two major relationships. The one before Jade, I was in the relationship for like six years. It was off and on mm-hmm. through college too. So it, was, it wasn't mm-hmm. so straight, but uh, yeah, then we broke up and then like four months later, Jade and I got together. Like, and then I feel like it's always like four months and then like yeah. meet somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's it's anything crazy. wrong with that. No, but maybe not. Who's no. telling you, are you, do you have friends telling you just like, you know, don't jump right back into something or why do you have this no, guilty it, it's, feeling? It, it's not even guilty. Well, Honestly, it is a little, it's not guilty. That's not, that's not the right accurate term. But like, I, you know, I still obviously care about my ex and I feel like I'm one foot in, one foot out of this current relationship because I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hurt my ex and I don't want to like flaunt mm-hmm. something in front of my ex. Oh, and okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know her situation at all. And like, I don't know if I want to know, but so I, I just feel like I'm, if I'm not, if I haven't fully been like, oh, whatever, I could do anything and not worry. If I wasn't worried about hurting my ex, I would feel differently. Oh. But I don't know where that comes from. And I think it comes from just like being like with somebody for eight years. Right. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's uh, interesting that you're even considering your ex. Like that, that's what people keep saying. Yeah. Well, I guess it, the breakup was amicable in some ways. Yeah. No, amicable. I didn't leave being like, you know, fuck her. Yeah. Like, not quite the opposite. Didn't. I just want the best for her. Right. And I don't think that, and ultimately I realized that wasn't me and right. vice versa, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So you're not a guy. So you're not like flaunting your your new relationship on social media to rub it in anyone's no, face. No, not at all. And the opposite. And she's like kind of non-existent on social media. So like, it's not even that hard. She like doesn't want to be on it. Okay. So yeah, it works out. Uh, very diplomatic I, of you. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. That's trending. That people are trending that way now. Where like the social media bubble is kind of starting to burst and people are like, nah, maybe this isn't so great. Yeah. I love that too. I feel like that's the pendulum will swing the other way that way, you know? Yeah. Like the next generation will, will be like, nah, yeah, I'm going to be private. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, I've always seen, seen the benefit to that. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't like throwing it all up there, but do you, I mean, as like performers and comedians, there is like a responsibility or it feels like it's, it's not just, yeah. You know, I don't know. It feels less ugly for, to be on social media. Yeah. To be like, you know, it's an occupational requirement almost. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. Um, You know, I try to quit Twitter so many times and I just get, I can't. Because I just need it. Because it's like I quit Facebook and Instagram, and I've tried to quit Twitter too, and it's like impossible. You can't. You have to have one of those three. Yeah, yeah. Or else right. you can't. Nobody can get in touch with you. Right, really, it's crazy. They, like book you and shit. It fucking sucks. It is crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about weddings. You have a you have a very funny bit about a wedding. That's like one of my first favorite oh, the, jokes. The of jet all ski time. bit. Oh yeah, yeah. That is yeah. one of my favorite. Bits. Man, I haven't done that bit in that's forever. Like of, that's one of my favorite jokes of. All time, oh, like thanks, man. still, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you, you don't have to regurgitate no. have to material. Well, I can just talk about yeah. the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, please. So it was a real wedding. My buddy yeah. got, uh, my buddy Kevin got married at like a naval base in San Diego because he comes from an Air Force base. Something he comes from like an Air Force family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we were right on the on the coastline, like on this like bay, and it was really beautiful and very quiet. And then this dude on a jet ski, <laughs> just like. <laughs> tore ass down the coastline <laughs> screaming like yeah 
Woo! It was like the most amazing thing Wait, I'd ever at witnessed. At what point in the wedding was what, did that happen? Like it might have been like vow time. Like oh it was like the quietest part of the wedding. Right. Yeah. And the whole the whole crowd is looking out towards the sea. So yeah, this is... yeah. So it's you look at the couple, and then beyond them is this <laughs> is this guy's playground, is the jet ski hero's playground, and he just. He and it was like event and it was like an event venue. So this guy knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like the guy on the jet ski. Yeah, I think so. Knew he was being a bit of a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you drive by like a student, it's like film shoot, and you like honk your horn. You know, right, right. Or, or any film shoot, I guess. Yeah, nobody does that. By the way, <laughs> I used to, I used to ask. Film. No matter what, even I used to ask loudly if if, if they were shooting Mad Men. <laughs> even like even like well after after Mad Men had gone off the air. Uh huh. I would be like, "Hey, is this Mad Men? Are you guys great. shooting?" And then one guy, and then one time, one guy came up to me. He's like, "Mad Men's been off the air for like two years." <laughs> wow. Just, I love that he took like he felt necessary. Yeah, he got real about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that the jet ski guy probably like that's something that he probably just did, right? That was I think like his so. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oof, you may, think he bad. did it more than once? That was just his his route when I he was getting around. He's around. He's just like, "It's Sunday. I'm going for a ride." And then yeah. he sees like the the thing over the bride, you know that awning thing, whatever yeah, that like the altar, the altar. Yeah, he sees the he sees a bunch of chairs set up, and he's like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is gonna be a good day." <laughs> and then he just kind of cruises around until it starts, and then yeah. he busts right in. Yeah, it was amazing. I love the, you had a tag in that bit. There was uh, everyone at everyone at the wedding. Every guy wanted to be that guy, and or, or the groom wanted to be that guy, and the bride <laughs> wanted to fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Everyone thought that guy. Everybody was, awesome. was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the the girl, the groom, no, what's it's what's the bride? The bride is like, fuck, I'm not, I'm not marrying that. Yeah. Guy. I'm never gonna fuck yeah. jet ski guy. Right. It's a lot of like, if it, when you watch it, for me doing it on stage, it's a lot of like hip thrusting and yeah. and then talking about. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. God. I you, bet that like made the reception suck too, because everybody was just looking at the door waiting for a jet ski guy to yeah, walk to in. show up yeah. with his like ray bands on. Fucking did. He never did. See you, man. Uh, do you do you enjoy weddings? Is that something you look forward yeah, to? Yeah, I love weddings. Yeah, yeah. And you have you thought about your friend? own? You know, I I haven't actually. You know, I a long time ago. Here's what the wedding I wanted it to be, and this is such a like prince princess wedding. I yeah. wanted it. I wanted yeah, to be so independently me. wealthy. That I could have yeah. it on like an island. Okay. But then also fly everybody to that island. Yeah. And give everybody like a vacation. So right. this yeah. is like millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, that's such a waste of millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> so I've I started caring less about it. But like good weddings I've been to that I would like to redo was um a really fun one in uh like Joshua Tree, like uh Mike Bridenstine's wedding. Okay. It was in the desert at a really cool event venue and I had like I had Mushroom. I had like brought mushrooms, and then also like we were staying by Pappy and Harriet. You know that crazy like oh, yeah. desert yeah. venue. Yeah, they were having like they were having some. I didn't have mushrooms, but I was there at, with my girlfriend at the time, and we were like, we should get mushrooms for the desert tonight. We're like, yeah. So we're at Pappy and Harriet's, and I like turned to the guy to the right of me, and I'm like, hey, do you have mushrooms? And he's like, no, nah, man, sorry. So then I turned to the guy to the left of me, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, do you have mushrooms? He's like, yeah, yeah, come with me, and then <laughs> sold me like a bunch of mushrooms. And then he told me to meet him at his camper to pick up the mushrooms. And as I was walking to his camper, I ran into another group of people and maybe I bummed a cigarette from them or something. And I told them like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm going to go pick up mushrooms. These are not people from the wedding. These are complete strangers. Uh -huh. 
I was like, I'm picking up some mushrooms. And they're like, oh, we just got a bunch of mushrooms and none of us do them. Here, just take them. What? So then I had all of the mushrooms in the desert. <laughs> the most desert so, thing ever. So yeah. many mushrooms. And everybody at the wedding was down. So it was literally like dancing around like the mushroom fairy and just like putting oh, mushrooms in people's oh, mouths. Oh, so so everybody good. was, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. That's... And then afterwards, the music festival was still going on. So like went from the venue of the, the wedding to like this weird desert music festival. It was just perfect. Yeah. Wait, was it during desert days? It might have been desert like, days. It was something yeah. like that. Yeah. The desert's so cool. It really like, is. I, yeah. Yeah. Eric's it's wedding just, was in the desert. Desert well, vibes. It was, in Palm, it was in Palm Springs. Which That's is the like, desert. That's deserty. It's a desert, it's but it's Joshua like not desert. like the fucked up, we've been sitting in the sun, eating mushrooms for 30 years, like desert. Yeah. That's the yeah. fucking yeah. like Joshua Tree Desert is not Palm Springs. Like, yeah, it's we very have, different. Yeah. We had like my parents are like I wish we could do that I wish I could have a party wedding because my parents are like basically cops and they won't like they hate everything <laughs> they like hate, they? they're they like government employees yeah they were like Arabic and they were Arabic interpreters for the State Department in the war my mom worked at Guantanamo okay. for like two years yeah um, so my wedding was mushroom free. Um, <laughs> But that's like a that's a dream scenario for me. It was like being that like fairy who's like here, here's yeah. this, and it's it I, kinda, came... I tried. To, I did that with tequila. I made everyone do shots. That's good. Yeah, just... yeah. Did uh, so that was everyone having a positive trip? I imagine because yeah. it was a good thing. Yeah. yeah, good thing. Everybody's happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did Brido know that was taking place? Did he partake? Uh, I believe I'm sure I must have offered him at some yeah. point, but like obviously he's like, no, this is my wedding, right? But this is why I'm not even that excited about my wedding because the most fun thing about other people's weddings is getting obliterated and yeah. doing drugs, yeah. And yeah. then like after the wedding ends and you don't see the bride and groom anymore, then like hotel hopping, yep, yeah. And like who's got what in what room, yeah. The summer like, camp vibe, yeah, yeah. It's exactly summer camp, and yeah. you can't do yeah. that. You, I can't be the groom and be wandering around no. until four in the morning. Yeah, it doesn't look asshole. good. No, it doesn't, doesn't look, look good. good. Yeah, and it's not yeah. a good start. No, to, to a marriage. No. no, no, that's I mean, that happened at my wedding. I think that happened at Eric's wedding, too, yeah. where uh, people were having fun at my wedding. It's yeah. just like, all right, see you later, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to go be responsible because right. I well, at Dan's wedding. We just walked to your favorite bar that you go to every weekend. Mm. Oh, the study. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we just like sat there like eight of us like sat there quietly drinking old fashions, which was like very, very cool. Yeah. And at my wedding, they all went to the Hard Rock hotel your favorite bar every weekend and then drew and i just like stayed back and ate cake and like i think watch gray's anatomy i think that's what we were watching i thought week. it was parks and rec if i'm it was parks and rec it was parks and yeah rec. it was parks yeah, and rec. one of those see that that like i don't know those like moments of domestic uh peace are like terrifying to me like i'm really afraid of that like i was just talking to julia prescott and she was mm -hmm. talking about her her like year anniversary with her husband mm -hmm. and I went to France and they were like, we'd go to France and like eat and then come home and watch like wild, wild country in our hotel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was, and, and as nice and as intimate as that is, like there's something about that, that like terrifies me. Yeah. You uh, know, and like, that's a big problem. I got to get over that. Yeah. So, well, what is terrifying about that? Just the fact that they're the stillness, growing the stillness, up. The yeah. The growing up the yeah. like, I mean, I, I'm a big FOMO guy in general, so just yeah. feel like I'm missing out on something sure. out, outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, maybe it just feels too adult, you know? Yeah, I get that. I was just in New York with my wife, and we would do things all throughout the day. You know, we kept it busy, but then we're worn out, and then we just, you don't want to just go back to the hotel? I mean, it's 1030. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it was fine, but I, I know what you're saying, where there was this part of my brain where I'm like, I'm in New York City. I should be like yeah, exactly. out till four in the morning right now. But you just can't. You can't keep that up. Especially we're all getting, we're all older gentlemen now. Yeah. We're getting yeah. there, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. another thing that doesn't look good when you, like, just being a being a party guy, like, into your late 30s. Yeah, that just, doesn't look good. Just trying to keep up. Nobody, uh, nobody respects that. No. 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 It's like the Steve Buscemi meme. In, What's that? Uh, I should... It's like there's like a thir- there's like a meme of Steve Buscemi when when he was in Thirty Rock going undercover as a high school kid. Oh yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. It's, hey, teenage. I should have just said teenagers. Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel that all the time, especially like here. Like all we don't really have like I don't have any friends here like I did in L.A. But even in L.A., I was just like so content to just stay. Maybe I, I blame I blame TV. I want to blame TV for being too good. And we yeah. being too good at the same time as TV being too good. But it's also like, for me, the scary part of that is the quiet and the stillness and the boringness and thinking that like life experience needs to be like wild for me to get like not only material material for my stand up for it, like, but just also like life experience so that I have something to fucking show for myself in like 30 years or whatever. Right. Yeah. When you're sick and like lying on your deathbed, you're like, yeah, yeah, I had a pretty good run. You yeah, know? that's yeah. what I'm like yeah. chasing all the time. And yeah, yeah, and and you don't feel like you're living life to its fullest when you're just binging on Parks and Rec. Yeah, but like, yeah, but also, and then this is because I've had this conversation with my current lady, who is very incredibly insightful. Uh, it's like I'm realizing, oh, what you know what I also want to do is like be very productive and like finish these scripts and like be yes. successful on the show I'm on and yes. like yeah. and like that what that takes is having a quiet night and then like yes. hitting the ground running. Like I can't right. go into two AM right. and then expect yeah. to have that same daytime. Yeah. So it's like It's all about like being about yourself. Like yeah. you wanna be there for yourself. Like I feel like socially and I think you're probably the same way, me when I go out socially, I'm just like trying to fucking talk to as many people as I, I I like I feel like I spend a lot of social energy when I go out on people and when I stay in I can kind of like harness that for myself for work for like script or yeah. whatever and shit yeah yeah there's only so much fuel in the tank yeah right you gotta you gotta spend it get older. Older. yeah yeah also, it just does catch up with you when you stay up till 2 a.m. And, and it used to not ruin my day the way it does now where yeah, it's just now like, it definitely can yeah, I went uh, I went camping with Brooks and Cornell, Cornell Reed and Brooks Whelan last night for like something he's shooting for like a podcast network or whatever. I don't know. They uh-huh. like filmed the whole thing. So it was like reality show style. And okay. like, like that was kind of annoying. Yeah. But you're basically drinking all day and then like sleeping on the beach and like going into it. I was like, I don't want to do this at all. Like, I just want a day off yeah. to get the stuff I need to get done. Like, I feel like a year ago I'd have been like camping, like drinking all day on a Tuesday. I'm in. And yeah. now I'm like, no, I, I mean, I did it, but like I yeah. didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel about New York city and like going to New York. I was like, when, before we moved to the East coast, I was like, I'm going to go to fucking, I'll go to New York city. Like what? Twice a month. I'll like do shows. Uh-huh. I know people there. And like, Literally after the third time I went to New York City, I was like, I'm done. Like I can't come here anymore <laughs> unless I'm rich enough to be able to like afford a hotel or a place to live there. Yeah. Like I'm too old to be like in other people's spaces. I'm too old yes. to like Yeah, oh. sleep on a couch. I feel, I feel big time. Yeah. Plus then you're like I mean it depends on the person, I guess, but 
Yeah. You can't just be like, I'm going to do what I came here to do and then go to yeah. my hotel. You like have to, you kind of have social to, element. Yeah, you have to entertain yeah. the person you're staying yeah. with yeah. or they yeah. feel like they have to entertain you. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel more like I'm just such a fucking weirdo. I don't want to like impose myself on other people. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. have to fucking, please don't deal with me. Like, yeah, I just want to. I feel I feel like there's also an an adult element to it where we this recent trip to New York, Wendy, we usually stay with my friend Austin and she was like, do you want to just hit up Austin again? I'm like, you know what? We're like a married couple now, like (laughs) man and wife. It's something about that just feels like so immature. Like I'm 34 years old. Like, can we just can we be adults? Can we get a hotel this time? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not that we wanted to spend the money, but it was just like a a point of pride almost. Right. Right. (laughs) It's like, would my parents have so much? You what? I love I love hotels so much. Oh my god, it's heaven. I Ugh. I'm like I, I went exclusively Airbnb for a long time. Yeah, and only recently have like dipped back into the hotel world. Yeah, it is the yeah. best. Everything's it's taken care best. of. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no questions about what it's gonna what the experience yeah. is gonna be like. Nope. Yeah, yeah. it's very exciting. Um, They're really comforting. They really are. Yeah. Uh, and with- you feel like you're a different person in them. Well, that's, oh, yeah. yeah, I I mean, I, I speaking of like dreaming, if I had all the money in the world, I I think a lot of celebrities like just live in hotels, like they don't even have their own apartments sometimes. I would that's totally so live in a hotel. I, wish, I just, but again, it's like a money thing. Like, like you were saying with like your dream wedding, like I would love, like that is a dream. That was a dream of mine too. Like have so much money to like fill a hotel with everyone that yeah. you love. Mm-hmm. Look how sick does that sound? Yeah. That sounds like heaven to me. That's what I want. Oh. Yeah, we were. In a, I was in a hotel. I opened it for Whitmer Thomas in Philly last weekend, and he got a hotel for us. And we just like when you got a good bro connection, and you can just like sit around a hotel in your underwear, yeah, and just like watch shitty television. Oh god, it was so energizing. I really <laughs> needed it. That is the best. I bet. I bet the campy thing was the same thing. Like you could just like fucking chill around with yeah. your bros and ultimately like when them. when they were like cool we got what we need and the cameras were off it was the best yeah right yeah you know but the rest yeah. of it is just like i don't want to ham it up and like yeah. try yeah. to make jokes and make sure they're the cameras on me at the right yeah time. yeah I mean, it, it turned out fine it was what it was fine that is that is uh yeah i don't like uh playing it up and then one person is like obviously just playing it up for yucks i'm like yeah. well they're really going for it I that, guess would, I have that to, would be me that'd be yeah it. yeah Thing. And then you would make me self-conscious because I'd be like, oh, should I be less self-aware and just play it up for yucks like Eric's doing? Yeah. Like, it makes me hate myself and think I'm doing things wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, you're brought out here to, like, point Magoo so they can film me. Like, just be a clown. Be what they want you to be. But then I get, like, yeah. indignant and I'm like, I'm better than this. Yeah. 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 Just a lot of things going on. Well, it sounds like it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> we, made a, we did a great hike. We had like, some great Frisbee time. Okay. We uh, cooked some really good food. It was good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, are your parents still together? Are they still married? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They've been together for a very long time. Um, good marriage? They might be pushing on 35. No, they got to be long, together long in 35 years. They might be pushing on 40 years soon. A couple of years. It'll be 40 years. Uh, yeah, great marriage. Yeah. This is actually... My parents have an amazing marriage. Uh, I went to a couple's therapist for like a while mm-hmm. with my with my ex. And then when we split up, I continued to go to the couple's therapist and I was talking a lot about, excuse me, talking a lot about my parents' relationship and just like telling her things about how my mom, you know, the way they treat each other and stuff. And my therapist was like, you know, um, it's amazing that your parents found each other. Like this should not be your relationship goals because you will be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, that sounds like that set up, whatever you just described is like, um, 
million to one odds of that ever happening. Right. Yeah. So the more, the quicker you can get over that being a possible like marriage for you, the happier you'll be. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing for I a therapist that. to say too. Definitely. Yeah. But I love been, that. It was interesting. I mean, it's cool for my parents. I need to tell my yeah. parents that actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. But also just like, well, fuck. I mean, everything I do, I'm going to compare to my goddamn parents' relationship. Right. So. Right. Because that's true the other way. If like, if like, you know, I, if you have a, if you have parents that have a shitty relationship, like you're not going to, you're not going to wallow in the fact that like your relationship's going to turn out that way. You're going to be like, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be the exception to the rule. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a good relationship, even though my parents didn't. Right. So like, it would be, it would make sense for the opposite to be true too. It's like, oh shit. Like I can't do that. Yeah. That yeah. looks too good. Yeah. yeah that's true. That's super smart. I like, uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, don't, don't aim. <laughs> don't aim too high. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what I think what she was saying. Yeah. Just like, that is, that is the that fucking good. mantra of, of our time in our generation is like, even out, dude. Yeah. Not yeah. too high, yeah. not too low. Just fucking even, or you're going to fucking die. You'll yeah. Die. Yeah. Even the kill of the ship, you know, just yeah. be okay with everything. Yeah. Are you, are you an only child did I? No, I got a, no, I'm the middle child. I got a younger okay. brother and older sister. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Are they married? Nope. Not married. My brother uh, has a girlfriend and my sister, I don't think is dating anyone in New York. She lives in New York right now. So, okay. Yeah. So are there, is there any pr- pressure from this perfect parent marriage to on, onto the kids? Are they getting itch? Are they itching for you some know grandkids? What? They're not really. It's That's really, it, it, and I'm, I'm surprised that the, again, perfect parents, they like don't even put yeah. pressure on me. <laughs> right. To do anything. So yeah, they're not, it's not at all. And I think I'm obviously been the one closest to it because I've been in these really long relationships, but uh-huh. they just haven't, they haven't put pressure on, but they live really close. They're like in Thousand Oaks. Okay. Mm. Just like if, if an hour away from LA or less mm-hmm. and, Oaks. and they're really, you know, spry and they, they love children. And my, like, it's like, this would be the time to have kids because they're close. And my mom could just be like, great. I'm the full-time nanny. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could do whatever you want and just drop them off at the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I feel like I'm just not, I'm like waiting too long. And then by the time I have them, they're going to be like much older and like, you know, they just won't be able to run around as much. Yeah. The, uh, the biological clock issue is, is a major one and it's not, I mean, it it is a factor for women more so than men, but at a certain point it affects men just as, just as much. I call it the data logic, the data logical. Mm -hmm. Oh, the data logical clock. Yeah. Well, I think they've done some studies now too. Yeah. It affects men. Yeah. Yeah. That we, it's, we're not as like. Sperm goes bad. Yeah. Sperm goes bad. Yeah. And you compound those together and you got it, you know, you got a bad, you got a bad older guy, older girl. It's, it's, and if you smoke, and apparently if you smoke constantly and wear boxer briefs, then you're extra fucked. And you also commute in a bike uh, (laughs) with your laptop 40 miles a day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also my first, my first, uh, girlfriend who took my virginity was an alcoholic who punched me in the balls constantly. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. that's great. And what? This, you dated her for a long time. For five years. Yeah. <laughs> Punched you in the balls constantly, you say. She would get really, really, really drunk. She definitely doesn't listen to the podcast. She would get and really drunk. Is- I'm like writing. I'm writing about my, I feel like I talk so much. I, talk, I always talk way more than our guests and I feel bad. No, about no. It's fine. But I'm like writing about my past traumas and I'm like writing about all this shit. So it came out. I was like, she used to get really, really drunk and she had, uh, 
her sexual past was fucked up because dudes are the worst. But then she would like oh only want to get only want to have sex when she was like blackout drunk. Ooh. And I'd be like mm. and I'd be like no I don't want to do this like it's just fucking weird. And she would start fucking wailing on me because I didn't want to have sex with her because she. <laughs> it was the worst. And you oh like, god! But it was years. like, yeah, five years. Well, that was like, yeah. You're like I'll but give this. I'll cheated. just. I'll worst. give this five years, and if it's not working, she also cheated on me. She also cheated on me and told me she cheated on me while I was in, actively inside of her. She Holy was like, shit. oh, by the way. And then that was like that was like the within the first year of our relationship. But I was like, I mean, like. I was young. 19. Yeah. I was 19. I literally just lost my virginity. So I'm like, whatever you're about, I'm about. Cause yeah. you're like, you seem like you're all, she was, I mean the red flag, she, she got me into math. Like it's ridiculous. Like it was one giant red flag. It was like the Chinese flag. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, going, you, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, you said you're like, I feel like I always talk more than guests on, on the podcast. Honestly, like I'm just just peeling the curtain back a little bit. Guess, as for me, I don't want to talk at all on a podcast. Yeah. No, if it was just like, yeah. hey, will you sit here while we record a podcast? I'd be like, I can just sit somewhere for an hour. Yeah, be so happy <sighs> just dicking around on my phone. Is that a problem you have finding places to sit? <laughs> yeah, I just need a place to sit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no bookstores anymore. God damn it! Yeah, you need to go to the borders. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I used to love a good B Dalton sit. Oh yeah, that's, remember B Dalton's? That's a mm. fancy one. No, that was not a fancy one. That sounds fancy. B Dalton. I don't. Is that a? What, that what was like the first that? chain. That was like the first cha- mall bookstore. Was huh. were the B Daltons? Huh. Ah, I don't. Remember. Not in my mall. Hold for edit. <laughs> maybe that was like a Midwestern thing. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's where I grew up. So. Yeah. Um, going back to your point about your parents having the perfect marriage and not being able to compare to them. Um, my wife's parents, Joni and Larry, are that way, <laughs> where they are. Uh, my wife's parents too. Yeah, and it's kind my of wife? hard. I and I threw that out to Wendy when we first started dating, just because I was lazy and I didn't want to like, you know, try to work at a relationship. I'm like, well, we're never going to be them, uh-huh, so yeah. you can just forget that right here and now because yeah, right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are your parents like active together? What makes their marriage so good? Uh, they're not, I don't, that's the thing. I don't even know what they're into. They watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Mm. Um, they love Vegas. Oh, so mm. they'll go to Vegas. Not that often, but every couple months they'll just like go and there they just watch movies. And they my go mom, to Vegas to watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what they like about Vegas. Cause neither of them really drink. I mean, they'll drink. It's not like they're sober, but they'd like, they're not, you know, I've had friends whose parents like love to drink. It's yeah. like, we're going out. Let's yeah. get a bunch of wine. Yeah. They're not really into that. My mom likes gambling. My mom likes slots. So she'll just like to sit at slots and like, okay. So like, wow, she just quit smoking. My mom used to, my mom used to be a big smoker. Uh huh. Yeah. And so she would just like chain smoke at a slot machine and my dad would just kind of hang out, but they don't swim. I don't know what they, I don't know what they do. God, yeah. your parents rule. Your yeah. parents sound so fucking chill. They're really cool. Every time people meet them, they love, they're really lovely people. Uh, I, I really don't know what the secret is. I mean, they just don't give a shit. Like I remember yeah. my, like my first girlfriend, my first long-term girlfriend, I would like, you know, whatever. She'd be upset if I couldn't hang out or whatever. And I would tell my mom and she's like, oh, Nick, no. Your your father could do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to go to a strip club with his friends and just get a lap dance and look at the boobies, like, then he could do that. It's fine. You need to get a girl who's not insecure. Like, you need a girl. So she would just tell me, like, how she w- wouldn't care. And then my dad just, like, adores my mom and, like, just 
It's like she's his queen. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's an incredibly loyal family guy. And my mom is like this, like really social, like lunatic. And it just works out. Yeah. They were friends for like years and years. My dad always had a crush on her. And then like got like, she was like the beauty queen, like social chair, that type of girl. Uh Uh-huh. And then my dad like got her. That might be what it is, though, the fact that she doesn't care, and so he just is always working to impress her, maybe? Maybe. Oh, that's, that's really sad that he's just like, <laughs> he's like, react to something. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that's like- That's the way it's got to be. I think that's the way it's got to be. You I like agree. Marry, you marry up, and then you try to fucking hold your, like, you try to fucking, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you have to be a little- Insert your euphemism. Like, hold your own weight, or pull your own weight, or whatever. Right, or like, right. Or, yeah. like, keep the- keep the facade alive yeah like, that you Especially deserve. like just like hetero dude like hetero dude like that's i think that's the way to go hetero yeah. dudes like the pursuit and the like like the fact that i'm i'm speaking for myself here but yeah. like if someone's like too fawning over you and just like is way too into you it's like not necessarily as much of a turn on as like someone you have to win over and uh yeah, for prove sure. yourself to. yeah yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's like the it's so classic. It's just the chase, you know. We just yeah. want to be chasing yeah. something. Yeah, it's so weird. The dog doesn't know what to do with the car something. once he gets the yeah. car. Always yeah. got to be chasing that car. The Joker, the Joker, Batman, Dark Knight. Uh, yes, yes, that was that was what I was yeah. referencing. Another <laughs> great, another great marriage, Joker, and it's Mrs. also Joker. generational. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like we as a generation are just in our heads more than other like past generations, and I feel like we are always. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think it's harder for people of our generation to trust other people, especially in relationships. I Yeah, I think our generation is just more selfish about, you know, just too self-centered to be uh, open to, like, sharing a life with somebody necessarily. Yeah. yeah I Well, I think also, to bring it back to social media, I think it's... yeah. It's like you, you see everybody's best versions of themselves that they put out there and the best versions of their lives. And you're like, oh, I should be doing that. So whatever yeah. I'm, my TV night with my girlfriend isn't as exciting yeah. as, yeah, yeah, you know, my photographer friend and his girlfriend who like are hanging yeah. out at the Roosevelt right now. Right. Like they're swimming yeah. at night. Like that's so you start <laughs> to lose your fucking shit. Fucking Brooks, man. Brooks. Yeah. Ruined yeah. It for, yeah. yeah. You ruined it for everybody. Uh, there's also like dating apps. Like I think we all dodge dating apps, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we did it. It was like single for four months. And I think I was on like Tinder for like a heartbeat and I just didn't like it. Yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine jumping into that. And uh, I'm glad yeah. I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, for real. I, I would strike out so hard. You I, And not even that, I think it just messes with you, both sides, guys and girls, yeah. where you're just like, that just a swipe away is somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. So if you just have one little problem, you're like, nah, I'm going back to the app and getting out of here. Right, right. Yeah. Doesn't we want we want everything, we want everything to be exactly the way we want it. Like, we, it's a kind of like, it's like spoiled on steroids. It's like we're curating our lives to be exactly fucking Wes Anderson. Like yeah. that's what we fucking want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And we can't. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And there's, and there's constant yeah. uh, reminders around us that we're not living the best life. Yeah. Right. So it's so hard to just be content. Right. Yeah. Got to unplug. Got to unplug. You got to unplug. Yeah. And also you guys meditate. 
Uh, I, no, I I intend to. I know I know it's very beneficial. Yeah, it is. I mean, I get in and out of it. Like, yeah. I'll be yeah. really good for a while, and then like I just I'm like ah fuck, I haven't done it in a couple. How of days. did you get started meditating? Did you take a seminar or something? Because don't no. you need a mantra? Yeah, well, that's like TM or tr- transcendental. Yeah, yeah. TM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I yeah. Eric Andre has been trying to like get me into med- TM forever. Yeah. Like for years and years, he's just been like, you got to do it. He's like huge. He's huge. Yeah. About it. Uh, but I didn't, that would seem like too big of a commitment. Honestly, this is the worst. The guy who teaches it, who is like this guy named Light Watkins, who lives in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And so like all the sessions are at his house in Santa Monica. And I was drive. like, I'm not making it. <laughs> I'm not going to transform my life for enlightenment. Yeah, I'm not going to drive 45 minutes for enlightenment. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then, and then uh, at the time. Uh, my ex had gotten into Headspace, just that meditation app. Oh, okay. And so I was like, okay, that's something I can do because it's like yeah. this guided meditation is 10 minutes and then you kind of, you, you expand from there. But yeah, so I literally listened to somebody who's like breathe. Right. And then, you know, like focus on the sound, focus on like your, the way your body feels. And then it's a lot of quiet. And then it's like, okay, now, you know, now let your mind run mm-hmm. things like yeah. that. And I've read a few meditation books and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. I've never tried. It's a, uh, that's ironic that uh, you use a, an app to I know, right? <laughs> help yourself I unplug. Know, I know. Um, I used to like, when I was in LA and I was like really way busier than I am now. Like when I had like a, my restaurant job all day and then I'd have to like go do a show at night and there would be like 45 minutes in between. Yeah. And I'd have to like catch a bus or whatever. Like it took me a long time to get it. But I'd like have 45 minutes and it's like not long enough to sleep because I don't want to like oversleep or be groggy. I would just like get high and then I would just like shut, try to like try to go to sleep knowing that I wasn't going to go to sleep. And I would like, I feel like accidentally meditate Yeah, because I would like, I would like feel so fucking refreshed after mm-hmm. I would really feel like I slept, but I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, w- I want more of that. I, I did too. More of that. Yeah. And I, then uh, the Gary Shanling documentary. Yeah. Then, like, yeah. It's really good. But he was way into meditation and a lot of his like yeah. quotes, I'm just like, oh my God, yes. Like yeah. this is what it's about. So that yeah. got me back into it again. And Yeah. Uh, it seems like- I just, watch, I just watch shit that fucking destroys my brain. It makes me feel depressed. I got to stop doing that. Like what? Yeah, what are you talking like about? Like fucking Evil Genius. Did you guys oh, watch yeah. that? Yeah, Evil watching that. Genius. I'm not Jesus. watching that. Jesus fucking, fucking Christ. put a disclaimer. It ruined me. Like, yeah. it re- like it really ruined me for watching shit like that anymore. I can't do it. Like I won't. Do you didn't Ugh. think the trailer was disclaimer enough that they were going to blow this guy's head off? I just didn't think they were going to show it. Oh, okay. that wasn't uh, the worst part for me. That wasn't she the was, worst. Her face was the worst part. Oh I yeah. Was like, oh my god, there's evil in the world. I mean, I yeah. knew already. Right, I right. Been, like, oh yeah, <coughs> it's upsetting. Did you like uh, Wild Wild Countries? Loved Wild Wild, yeah, Wild Country. Good. You haven't watched that yet, but we're good about it's to get good. it. Oh, Sheila. There's also bad. There's also evil there. Yeah, There's evil present yeah. there. So just yeah. you know, watch out. Yeah, uh, what, going back to getting your ducks in a row before yeah. you get mm. in marriage. How does mm. your career factor into that? And the uh, business you work on. I mean that. Yeah, I think that's the ducks in order. You know, yeah. it's just you want to be, which you, we don't get in this industry at all. You want to well, be in a yeah. place. Yeah, it never, You'll never be there. It yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, where you think like, oh, yeah. I know yeah. for yeah. sure yeah. I'm going to be working for the next ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's just, just to give that up. Also, like, I'm sure you found, and I find that like, I work more every year than the previous year, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm on a nice trajectory and I have enough people that like to work with me and I like to work with. So right. like, I'm, it should be okay. Yeah. But it never feels yeah. that way. No. 
And you talk to people, yeah. you know, who are like, you know, A-list type people. I mean, I don't talk to A-list type people, no, but it, it seems like they are not content either. Yeah, nobody's content. Yeah, I don't think you're ever no. going to reach the promised land necessarily. Where yeah. you're just like, you all right. Find that shit. You have to find that shit within yourself. You yeah. have to be like, no, I'm good. It's really hard. It's really, really, really hard because FOMO, especially FOMO is a thing for you. Like being in this industry, you'll, it'll like, it'll try to kill you every day. Yeah, no, for and sure. And you got to kill FOMO. Yeah. Is that, you got, you got a one big duck in a row now. You got your fucking, that show looks amazing. Oh, and thanks. The show is good. Season, yeah. yeah, we got, we're writing the third season right now. Dream Fuck Corp, yeah. LLC. Yeah. And we shoot it in a couple months. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm doing fine, yeah. but it doesn't feel that way. It never feels that way. Right. No. Uh, is, yeah. is there, a, is there a, an element to it where, you know, you want to be the hot, the, the swinging dick movie star who's dating, like, um, you know, socialites right. or something like that? Dan, you're projecting. Dan, stop projecting. <laughs> that might be. That might be. But I, 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 think that's a, I think that's a factor to why a lot of people uh, in this business don't settle. Or, you know, not that I've right. settled, but settled down. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I, I don't, I mean, I think growing up that was a part of it, but it's less that and more like, I just want to be available to work. Because oh. you were a child actor. You, didn't you go out for auditions when you were a kid? Yeah, I was like did a child. No, no, I did a, like, I, I worked like fairly consistent, never like, you know, Doogie Hauser MD level, but right. like, was <laughs> like could. a who, bit who part in like stuff for a while growing up, up until like high school, then I just stopped auditioning. Yeah. Um, Were you in Kindergarten Cop, or did I my make my voice is in Kindergarten? Your voice is in Kindergarten. Yeah, my voice is in Kindergarten. I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, my voice is in Kindergarten. Cop. Because like you, were, I was acting, then I started getting pulled into these like loop groups or like ADR groups because uh-huh. I was a kid. Yeah. Oh shit. And um. And you got paid for? I mean, if I was. Yeah, kid. yeah, you get paid like a voiceover rate. That's awesome. And so there's a moment in uh, Kindergarten Cop where, I mean, my voice is throughout it, but you, there's one time. This like little boy jumps on a table. So this little black boy jumps on a table during the uh, fire extinguisher scene. Uh huh. And like they, he was just, he's like clearly yelling something. So they had me say, I'm on fire. I'm on fire <laughs> to like fill in the audio they didn't have because they didn't record him. <laughs> and that's the only, that was my first voiceover job ever. It's the only thing I can point to and say, that's my voice. Uh-huh. And I've worked in, I've done it since then. I'm doing the same. I'm doing a voiceover job with the woman who hired me for that job tomorrow. What? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I've worked with her for like 20, 33 years. Yeah. No, no, 27 years. Yeah, that, that that's crazy. awesome. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's um, like, it also like pretty fucking rare, right? Very like, rare. To have a, have that kind of professional relationship in this in this business of ours. I know, for that long? Yeah, uh, it's it's fucking wild. Yeah, she's very, awesome. she, her name is Sandy. She's amazing. She's just, she's allowed me to like avoid a lot of part-time jobs. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's great. Um, in your dream wedding scenario, what are you wearing? Mm. Ooh. Great question, Dan. That's a great question, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say a white tuxedo. <laughs> Is that stupid? With, because you're pure. Yeah, because I'm pure. Yeah. Oh, am I not allowed Ooh, to wear white? That. No, I think, I think your, grooms can wear white. With your color. Oh, of course. Grooms can wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I think with your coloring and your hair, that would look dynamite. Especially if you leave like a little bit of stubs. Little, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Are you a winter yeah. complexion wise? Do you look like you're a winter? What's that? Uh, do you not know this? It's no. like uh, you there's your each of the seasons uh, complexion wise. So like if you're like pale skin with like black hair, which I'm, I think I'm you fair. are, That's then me. you look good in like uh, whites and blues and purples. Really? Yeah. I've never I didn't know that. 
Um, Eric, have you heard of this? You're you're a fashionista, like a seasonal no, you just, complexion. You just made that up. I did not make that up. I'm a fall. That sounds made up. You're that a fall. I'm a fall. I look like I fall. look good in mustards and 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 reds and browns but and I, fall colors. I always felt like we kind of looked alike. Well, yeah, we do look yeah, alike. But, but I guess your hair is lighter. Does that make you the fall? Like yeah, you're the fall. Guy. And I'm, I think I might be more tan than you are, but uh, maybe not. Maybe do you yeah. tan. I, I I do tan. I just guys like I'm like Mexican and Italian, so there's okay. So maybe you're not a winter. Maybe not, but I'm very not tan right now. I'm really, because I freckle a lot. Okay. So I'm like really afraid of the sun. So I like always wear face yeah. SPF and stuff. And you grew up and have lived in Southern California. Yeah, the entire you? time. My entire yeah. life. <laughs> Just sheltered inside. Did you Did you like New York then? Yeah, I like New York. I, I, the same like, like living I yeah. It was fun. It was really exciting. to. I've lived there for like two times. One was just out of college. I was doing stand-up and that was like the most exciting year ever. Because I was like 23, you know. Yeah. It's a good age for That's New York. Perfect. It's a great age for New York. Yeah. Uh, and then the other time was SNL. And that, I mean, it's such an exciting show to work on that it was just, yeah. I mean, it was much more stressful than the first year I was out yeah. there. But yeah. it was fun. Yeah. And now I, I feel the same way. Like, I, it's like Vegas to me. Like, yeah. I can go for like three nights or something. Yeah. Or, but there's, you know, too many people. So it's like you're out every night. And yeah. you're hustling, and mm. yeah, I don't think I could live there. And it's just noisy. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, there's a pulse. And there's, there's a pulse. Ah, oh, it's the most the exciting people, city in the, the world. People like I can't. You can't. There's no quiet corner. No, anywhere. there's nothing. There's it's just crazy. tons of people fucking everywhere. Yeah. Oh god. The noise. Ugh. It's crazy. And like, I can't take it. For somebody with crazy FOMO like me, there's no way. Oh yeah. Because there's a dozen things there's around just, like, my. There's still tons of people out doing stuff. Yeah, I hear people constantly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were yeah we were walking. We had just went to dinner in the village, and we left. And there was just it was a Saturday night, but it was still like ungodly how many people were out. And Wendy was like, "It's like yeah. a, a, an event just let out or something." There's yeah. people just yeah. streaming but everywhere. Just people out. It's yeah. crazy. It feels dangerous. And people appreciate the good, like, and these like people appreciate the spring coming on way more than they do. Sure. In well, they've been inside. Yeah. In New yeah. York, there is something yeah. nice about that, like, like spring and yeah. the summer in New York when everybody starts wearing yeah. like looser clothing yeah and, the sundresses yeah. come out yeah the sundresses come out mm -hmm. i do like um i like i wish we had seasons because i really like bundling up yeah yeah you know yeah yeah so i did the weather i didn't ever never minded like it's super hot in the summer and really cold in winter i didn't mind that even but i didn't live in long enough to maybe start hating it yeah but i could deal with that that's true yeah, yeah. i love like bundling one, up like one winter is fun but like the second like halfway through our second winter here i was like oh this sucks yeah that's maybe that's what happens i've just, only done one yeah i'm more i'm more uh i i hate the wet heat the humidity i just cannot do yeah it's a oh, swampy yeah. town it is a swamp yeah town. well you're a big flop head i bet like i've said this before like i bet your hair like makes it worse oh yeah that's no good just yeah you're built like a computer heat sink <laughs> like you got you're like a pentium processor that's got one of those you're, you're, that chrome dome, man, that just heat just shoots off of that. Like a baby dolphin. Yeah. Like, like a, a fucking. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm saying a good thing. That heat's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. But the cold, no, no, no. Didn't, no fun, huh? No. Well, I mean, I have so much body hair. Yeah, that's uh -huh. true. I got so much body hair. Do you want to talk about your SNL audition at all or no? We can edit this out. Uh, I don't want to know. Did you audition as a. Oh, you did audition. I auditioned as a performer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When Beck and Kyle got on? You yeah, don't want to talk yeah, about okay. it? No, we can talk about it. I don't care. Uh, it's not that I don't think the audition story is that exciting. Okay, I'll tell this. So I auditioned for SNL. Uh, did we get into it? <laughs> did we get into it in an appropriate way? Yeah, I'll talk about yeah, it because I was weird. just talking to Brooks about it yesterday. We auditioned together. 
not as like a comedy duo, but on the <laughs> yeah. same night. Yeah. And going into it, like when I got the call to audition, my manager, my agent at the time was like, don't do stand up. And I was like, well, I'm just going to do stand up. It's all, all I was doing at the time. Right. And she's like, no, no, don't do stand up. They don't want to hire any stand up. Just like put together like five characters from sketches and just put them, do some characters. So I like busted ass, put this like audition together. One of them was a jet ski guy, actually. One of the characters right. yeah. was jet ski guy. To yeah, that's got, that's got to go in. That's, that's got to go in. Yeah. Uh, and then I show up on the audition. Brooks is there. He's like, got the audition that day. And he's like, I, don't, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be. He's like half drunk. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I, sh- I don't even, you should be on the show. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm just going to get drunk and do stand up. And I was like, good luck, man. Your funeral, idiot. Yeah. I got an inside tip. Don't do stand up. Yeah. Uh, th- I thought it went great. I felt really good about it. And Brooks went on stage and just like did stand up. And then a week later, they're like, yeah, Brooks, you're going to be on SNL. Nick, we want nothing to do with you. Yeah. So yeah. just get drunk and do stand up. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, uh, I think I, I showcased that same year. I also did really? stand up and did, at the iOS. Were we on no, the same? No, I was uh, I was at I, I was on a different show. Though. I was oh, on okay. the one that Milheiser was on. No, I was on that same one. You were? Yeah. Well, I didn't see you. It was different. Oh, maybe uh, was it, like it the an eight final and a thing? Ten, oh. maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, but I did stand up and it, did, it went very well. I mean, not that well, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah. But both so of not you guys' stand up was pretty charactery. Like, I feel like it's not like you're doing like stand up, like jokey jokes. Yeah, that's true. Both there's, guys. there's like act outs and fun things like that. Yeah. Um, so then how did you go back to be a writer? So then it was so then I knew I wasn't there for a year. And then the following year they were like, OK, they're hiring writers again. You should submit a packet. And then I just submitted a packet and yeah. got hired. Yeah. Um, which I think a lot of that was because obviously Beck and Kyle and Dave were there. Right. And yeah. they were trying to put the band back together. The band that they had shattered. Yeah. That was such a weird. Good neighbor. Good neighbor. Yeah, good neighbor. YouTube. Yeah. Good neighbor. They it took, out. check it out. Check it but out. they took everyone but so you. Uh-huh. Yeah. That they, first year. We're like a sketch group of four people. They hired three of us. It was really brutal. Yeah. It was a rough, rough year. I was gonna, I've always wanted to ask you about that. I might like, that just sucks so hard. Yeah, it sucks. Like, but it's yeah. like what it couldn't have. Honestly, the crazy great part about it is because I didn't I, I didn't go to New York, I got auditioned and got cast in Dream Corp, mm-hmm. which is the TV show that now is like the most important thing in my life. Yeah. And yeah, then fuck yeah. so then the following year I just shot, they just shot a pilot and then I was uh, I was invited to go to New York and I worked in New York for a year and I came back. And the director and creator of Dream Corp, this guy named Daniel Stesson, who's now like one of my closest friends, was like, hey, we got picked up. We're going to do a season of Dream Corp. I want you to be in all of them and I want you to help me write them all. And I was like, dude, that's great, but I'm probably going back to New York. So we got like three months to do this. Can we do that? He's like, yeah, of course, we'll definitely do it in time. And then I found out I'm not going back to New York. Mm -hmm. And now we've done. Yeah, it's perfect. So now we've since then we've done three seasons of this TV show. That's like the most rewarding experience. Like. We hacky sack all day in the writer's room. I'm really getting the yeah. hacky sack. Okay. Are like, you really? Yeah, yeah. I should have yeah, brought I No, I'm like, for, for real. And everybody I busted out loves it. Anyway. Uh, I used to hack. You used to hack? Yeah. Eric, you Oh, hack? hacking's fun. Hack- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hacking is fun. So, um, yeah. We used to so have one that out. looked like a little soccer ball. I think we were both in. Oh, nice. We were both doing stand-up when that went down and you didn't get it, but uh, Beck and Kyle and Dave did. Yeah. That was a uh, that was a rough weekend for you. That was. Were you up in up in NorCal? No, it was uh, Indiana somewhere. Oh, okay. Because we I were... was up at a festival. Wait, we were t- together that weekend. 
Yeah, well, we were different clubs, but we were both in, we were, we were like staying in the same hotel. Oh, yeah. Maybe later we were both at uh, like Fort Wayne, Indiana, and uh, what's it called? At, uh, Indian, I think it was in Crackers. It was in, in Indianapolis somewhere. Indianapolis. Um, you guys do look like brothers. I know, right? We could be. I'm yeah. looking at this. You guys have very similar mouths. I'm looking at mouth. I'm mouths. super in the mouth right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's fine. I'll take that. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I've never auditioned cool. to okay. I've never auditioned or showcased for anything. You don't have to. Uh, well, you yeah. were kicked out of Hollywood for for being, being too, too real. Did you just too say ugly? That? No. <laughs> you were talking about your Twitter account. Let's just have this be like a love fest now. I love your Twitter account. I feel oh, like you so. at least have a voice on it. Me, like I sign up and just scroll through posts, read really disturbing news articles, and then get depressed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, that, I do that too. I and can. I tweet way too much. But, um, I don't know how you can read that stuff and then tweet out like, here's a fun joke. Like being aware of that stuff, I'm just like, well, I'm not going to use this platform for of terrible news for like a silly banana joke. Right. And oh, I'm, like, I'm really, really dumb. Yeah, um, that's the way you got to be. Yeah. You got to be really, really dumb. You got to be really dumb. Or just, you know, irreverent. <laughs> just like, who cares? <laughs> Nobody's judging this. Um, I feel like we should dismount on a wedding related thing. Okay. So I'm just... How do you feel about proposals and getting a big rock? Is that something you think you're going to do? Or is uh, it de- maybe dependent on the woman? Yeah, I think it probably dependent on the woman. I-, I think I've seen both versions of it, like a very modest propo- proposal wing, uh, yeah. engagement ring. Yeah. And I've seen like when it's giant and and the woman is just like, check it out. And all the friends are like, holy shit. So like, yeah, you know. I, like a big showstopper. A big one, showstopper. Yeah. And like how like I've seen a lot of friends like go nuts over it. Mm -hmm. And then I've also seen people with like not so showstopper of a ring and people like are also just fine with it. So like, I don't know. It seems, I think that's gotta be up to the woman yeah, or the male groom. What happens if we, if I propose to you, how does it work to me? Is it a diamond? Do you mean? Yeah. Like uh, how does, how do like the same sex relationship sort it out? Uh, I'm not sure about male to male. I, I've, I've seen, uh, women give each other rings or yeah. w- one direction. Did you see this video? Yeah. I, I was did. just going to mention that where they were both yeah. proposing to yeah, each other. They yeah. both set up. The, it made me so jealous. I, I feel like it made I, me hate gender dynamics. Cause I was like, that's the way fucking everyone should be. That's, yeah, that's the, way the way it should be. be. It yeah. was great. That yeah. was amazing. God, it's so good. Uh, what? yeah. A woman, uh, surprised her, her fiance with a ring. And then guess what? The other girl had a ring ready to go too. They were going to do it. Yeah. Though. They both were going to propose to each other that night. That's amazing. That's like, I'll never have that. Yeah. That's like your psychologist again. Yeah, like, I know. Stop watching that yeah. video. Don't watch that video. They're like your parents. They don't exist. They're unicorns. But you don't know. I mean, you could. Yeah, never say never. You can yeah. get that. I feel like you can have that. I could. I could. Yeah. You know what? As soon as I start loving myself and let love in, and I let love in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's a great. Got to let love in. Is that um, a song? Yeah. No. That's a Lenny Kravitz song? No. Mm, no, you're talking about Are You Gonna Go My Way? That's this is a good way to end. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're talking about "Kiss from a Rose." Let love rule. Let love rule. <laughs> is that the song? Yeah. To let love rule. Mm-hmm. Let love. Yeah. That's, let love yeah. rule. Yeah. Okay. Nick Rutherford, oh, thanks for joining us hey, here on Groovezillas. My my pleasure. What did you think of that conversation with Nick Rutherford? It was so good. He came in here, hit the ground running. I love it when our guests come and they're just. Uh, I think producer Brett used the term, uh, well, he said there was no affect there. And I, I agree with him 100%. Um, yeah, he's a real dude. That was he's just, a real dude. Been around the block. 
Mm-hmm. Got a good head on his shoulders. That was but just still some a, unfiltered Nick Rutherford for you. And silly we goof off. Thank him once again for joining us. And I do think we're going to maybe do a brother vehicle moving forward where we play brothers. And, you should definitely don't cast me and in And Eric because... is our dolphin boyfriend who lives in the sea. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening once again. This has been Groomzilla's. We'll see you next week. Eric? I love you, Dan. Bye. bye. I love you. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.